From orchestraexcerpts.com, this is the Per Service Podcast, a show about growing in our musical and personal lives and discovering the beautiful things in life from one service to the next. And if you've ever been on the internet or any social media, you've probably seen this fascination we all seem to have with hacking our productivity. You can hack your morning routine or hack your way to inbox zero, be an audition hacker or an all-encompassing life hacker. But the question that Christian brings us today is, what are we doing with all this supposedly newfound time? Are we just filling it with more productivity? Are we filling it with beautiful things? Or are we just answering more emails? If you're new to the show, we are four classical musicians. Anna Luce, she is quite possibly the only human alive who has ever played both violin parts to the musical Hamilton in a live performance at the same time. Do you get doubling for doing that? Hmm. Uh, More on that later. Christian Marshall, a violist in Graz, Austria, was once my roommate on a Vienna Classics Orchestra tour in China, and he hid under my bed until I had almost fallen asleep and then jumped out and scared me half to death. He's a trickster. Jessica Wiersma, a violinist in Indianapolis, might have a copyright on her fingering pattern for any difficult scale passage. I hope she doesn't sue me for this, but have you tried... One, two, 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 two. It's a good one. And me, I'm Michael Giblin. I'm a violinist in Boca Raton, Florida. And once, while stuck in an ice storm on a tour bus in Texas for 27 hours, the only food left was a takeout container of meatballs that had been in the mini fridge for over a week. And I ate them. And I was mostly okay. One last thing is that we would like to thank Fix Music Publishing for providing the hosting for the show. If you need to buy any sheet music, seriously, go check out fixmusic.com. No matter what instrument you play or sing, Fix Music can get you what you need. It's a simple and beautiful website and a mobile shopping experience, too. Go visit fixmusic.com. You get fast and free shipping on all orders over $30. And you, yes, you with the hat, you can get 10% off your order by using the promo code per service at checkout. Even if you don't want the 10% off, Enter it in anyways so that they know that their patronage is paying off. Visit fixmusic.com. That's F-I-C-K-S music.com. All right, here is the show. Welcome back. How's everyone doing? <sighs> I'm doing okay. Feeling uh, pretty productive. Yeah. Are you have have you been the most productive? Actually, no. If I'm su- if I'm pretty sure. Wow. If I'm wow. super yeah. real with you guys, hashtag real talk. Um, I hashtag am like the farthest. I bet I've been more I've productive been. than you. But I'm you. enjoying my life. And that's wow. It. Tell us more about this concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually. <laughs> Not kidding. It's a little sad that maybe that's unusual to hear, though. What's that like? Yeah, she's actually enjoying their life, enjoying my life. Not being what's productive. it like to enjoy things? Not being productive, but enjoying. Your I life. had actually no. I did have an interesting experience. Namely, I was away for the weekend at a men's retreat through our church, and I had taken my instrument along. And I haven't done any sort of improvising or like jam sessions or whatever in years. Um, So I was feeling super rusty, but these guys wanted to play. And so like guitar and and bass and drums and stuff. So I was like playing along and having fun. And then I went back up to uh, my room and I was sharing a room with a, a friend of mine. And I told him I had this epiphany. I was like, you know, what's so interesting when you don't 
practice your instrument so often or when you're not playing it every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like my musicality grows because I have, like when I come back to the instrument, these thoughts and that I've had and these things I've learned have like somehow settled and become more of a part of me. And so there's, through that distance that was there, comes this mm-hmm. fresh approach. I'm able to really apply musicality in a new way. Mm-hmm. But you still have the the re-getting to know you phase with your instrument. You're like, oh, that's where that pitch is. Oh, that's what the bow arm is supposed to do. Isn't it so funny? I think that's so interesting as a musician. It's like we spend so much time, you know, keeping the machine well-oiled, but we lose sometimes, I think, the mental freshness of, like, you know, approaching musicality. Sometimes I wonder if it's just like you're just not being so finely critical of everything you're doing. You're just like, hey, I still got it. Like everything still sounds good. And then you you start listening closer and you're like, well, OK, that's not as good as I thought it was. But at first it's like, oh, man, this is great. Aww. I will say what's been really weird and I might need to talk about this at some point with somebody like right now. Um, playing every night in <laughs> the pit it. and the same music every night, sometimes twice a day. And I have go, I've got one in ear in my right ear, and I leave the left one out. Although recently hasn't helped because I got sick and I cannot get my left ear to pop, and it's driving me nuts. Oh. So it's like an extra challenge to find my pitches for stuff. But it's weird when you're like playing even just like a D on the G string in third position, uh-huh. and like we know where that is. You know where that is always, and sometimes I don't with this in-ear thing because it's just like a different way of hearing pitch through an avium are you hearing yourself through the avium also oh yeah i think that's yes. a little weird but yeah. sometimes i don't know where it is and i don't even have that in my head i'm just like i'm just like oh okay well that makes me feel better but i was just like this should be always in the didn't same i text place, you right? the other day and i was like right? A great way to start your day is when you can't play an octave in tune when one of the notes is an open string. Like, <laughs> what is that? That happened to me the other day. I, like, literally couldn't find it. I was like, okay, we're done for today. I literally just put my violin away and that was it. I was like, not, this isn't going to work out You're like, this today. is over. Did you feel productive on that day, Joe? <laughs> no, actually. But yes. No, but yes. I felt productive in... I was very productive in not practicing. I don't know what that means. I was productive in my ability to not practice. Oh. Like oh, I yeah, didn't okay, practice. So. And that was... You succeeded in... That in was that. like my goal. <laughs> that was like what I succeeded in for the day. No, but also... But if you weren't productive, well, how did you live your life? Well, How'd you do here's it? Here's the thing, guys. I'm having some not great sensations in my right arm recently. You know, sensations of numbness and do I have an arm and things like that. So actually by not practicing, it it, it was better for me. But it's really weird mentally because I have a lot of stuff coming up that I like need to practice for. So to answer your question, Christian, I was productive because then I did some things that I needed to do to make to help myself be healthier so that I can actually start practicing again. So like I went to yoga, I took a nap and walked my dog and yeah, I watched some Netflix. Okay. So judge me. Judge no, but me. I think that's a lot of what, what <laughs> we're, we're talking about is that 
I think there's an unhealthy amount of judgment. If you're not being super productive or if you're not being the most efficient or you're not finding ways to be working all the time. And I think part of it's how we were trained. Like, and I think we've talked about this before, but how many times have you had somebody say to you, there's always somebody practicing if you're not practicing, even when you're sleeping, somebody else is practicing. So I'm like, so I shouldn't sleep in China. People. Okay. Well, I, I read this article recently and it's, of course, like the one I sent you guys, which I assume, Michael, you'll put up on the show notes page. I will. Uh, about this theory that how life hacks are a 200-year-old myth to destroy your humanity. And the article's uh, pretty dense. It's, it's philosophical. Um, but it really gets, yeah, down to this point that's like humans now, we have... We are placing our identity or we're finding our identity in our productivity. What can we create? How do we better society? The thing that got me thinking about this is maybe you've heard about this app called Blinkist. Maybe you've seen the advertisement for it on Instagram. Blinkist. Yeah. It's, um, you've maybe seen. Is it like the, all the like short, like cliff notes of cliff books? Cliff notes of books, kinda? exactly. It's like, you know, how does, how do like uh. these business leaders read like a hundred books a month? Like. Blah, blah, blah. So it's basically, you know, I don't know how many, I think they have like 300 and something books in their archive and 30 are added a month now. And it's, yeah, cliff note versions, they're called blinks. They're like little slides and it's the main points of the book broken down, usually an average of like seven to 10 slides per book. And it's super interesting because, you know, you get the bullet points and you kind of understand what the book's about. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I like that because it was like, even though I actually, even though I read a ton, in the back of my mind, I had this voice going, oh, you don't have a lot of time to read. This will help you, you know, um, read it all faster, understand it. You can look up things. That's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm more productive with my time. But then the question is, okay, this time that I've saved, what do I fill it with? Naturally, somehow, it's like, well, more productivity. And I like this idea of life hack. You know, we're we're trying to actually... Make heck, li- yeah, make life work better for us or take advantage of it. But in reality, when we're trying to be more productive, you know, save time, multitasking and mm-hmm. doing things, what do we actually win? What do we fill that time with? If I've cut down my work day into just a couple hours, why, why mm-hmm. do I need to fill it with more work? Like that was the point of hacking it, right? <laughs> Yeah. So let's all right, so let, let's break it down cuz it's like there's so many good juicy bits in there. Well, I personally fill my save time by engaging random strangers in fights on the fa- on Facebook. But you don't do that, do you, Jeff? Are you? Are you a social justice <laughs> warrior? No. But I just wanted to say oh, it. No. I'm sorry that sounds like I'm I'm being derogatory <laughs> no. to actual I like him. she does <laughs> not. Like, point, pointless like, Facebook arguments. Never on be. Facebook. <laughs> You know, I've got to hack my life so I can have more pointless arguments. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. First of all, it's like I think there is a big problem with defining yourself by your work and always trying to do more work. And of course, it's a big problem because now we always have internet and always it's always on your emails, always on your phone, and you could always you know you're always available to respond to something. It it, it drives me nuts. Like I actually I got a, a request to sub last 
and uh, it was like a couple days ago, but it was, I was like, I need to know as soon as possible. And, you know, I have to now run through my schedule with my wife and we have to check with the babysitter if, if all this stuff happens. And it's like, I like, it's not fair now to my wife to be like, Hey, can you wake up? Cause I gotta, I gotta respond to this email about whether I can, you know, whether, you know, we can cover it. And it's like, it, it's really annoying now that it's like, Hey, um, how about I'll get back to you in 24 hours or whatever, but it's like, Oh, I gotta know now. It's like, I don't appreciate that. I mean, some of that is just, you know, that's the name, name of the game with being a freelance musician. But when you, when you ask somebody, what do you do? It's like one of the first questions, if you, you know, meeting somebody out of the blue, because like work defines who we are sort of. And I don't know that that's right or wrong, but it's just like, oh, if I know what kind of work you do, then I know what kind of like jargon you speak and like what kind of how you approach the well, world. Well, I think it started as a way to make small talk and people you don't know. Like, oh, what do you do? Cool. We're at this party and we have to talk to each other now. But it's definitely evolved more into who you are. Right. Because like, what is something else that you could ask somebody? I mean, there are other things you could ask somebody to actually get to know them, because I think that's the thing is we have come up with this thing where we think we know people because we know what they do and where they work, blah, blah, blah. But you don't actually know the person. So like they're like, what else could hey. you you're clicking your microphone, Jess. Don't I do the, oh, I you know, Sorry. asking somebody what they do is the easiest way of determining mm-hmm. who's above me and who's below me and who's on my level. You know, mm-hmm. who do I need to suck up to? Who can I treat as uninteresting and who is, you know, a colleague or competition? So that's naturally, yeah. of course, a little bit of this. That's that's one reason we have this pressure to define ourselves by what we do but then it's like increased into this like not only what i do but how much of it can i do in the 24 hours that i have and if Mm -hmm. i can do more of it than in your 24 hours then i'm better than you yeah Mm -hmm. well isn't that at like where the whole facebook post like remember there's like a long period of time where people were like today i did this and then i did this and then i did that and i also did this man what a day (laughs) and you're like do you, I mean, you guys remember that, right? Maybe some people are still doing it, but like, I think oh. in that moved into like this. Oh yeah, no, no, I was, I don't know. I honestly Christian, don't think I remember are you still that. Doing I think it? I, so you're making that face right what? now. Christian's like, Ugh. oh my gosh, it was like all people did was talk about what they did that day. It's just like, wow, good for you. What? And was it always social like social media work related yeah. things, or was it like? I took out the yeah, trash. Yeah, like, look how much. I, no, yeah, like, look how much I accomplished today. I don't know. I've. I feel like people. Like my day was so busy. <laughs> I got up and then I ate breakfast and then I was like, "Whoa, this day is going to be majorly stressful." So I had to go to the gym to like get my serotonin levels up. <laughs> and then I did all of this stuff, and it was only eight a.m. The day was just beginning. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking I mean, like that. I, like, I don't know why I'm talking. I like productive Jess's voice. I don't know why I'm, productive. Why I'm talking Sorry. like that. But I do think that that kind of has morphed into like the the social media thing that we've talked about before with like Instagram and like mm-hmm. trying to compare ourselves and blah, 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 blah. And I've definitely fallen prey to that in that oh, sure. I, somewhere in my adulthood, I thought that 
you know, being productive is the most important thing. And I'm a list person. This article mm-hmm. mentions the list thing. I love making a list so I can mm-hmm. cross stuff off. And Jess and I sometimes will put things down that we've done already so we can cross you know, them I, off. The list thing. I think it's mm-hmm. great because, you know, it gives you focus and you can you can really, yeah, you can focus on getting things mm-hmm. done you know, being productive on what's useful and necessary, right? But Mm -hmm. this obsession with productivity and getting more things done not only kills free time, but it kills leisure activities, right? Mm -hmm. It kills the space for just calming down and enjoying and maybe not being busy and not being stressed out, Mm -hmm. you know, because this... I think, like, unless you shut it off, but I don't think there's people do that. yeah, yeah, I don't know that. if everyone can't. Because who does that? Because exactly, if we're obsessed all the time with being, you know, so productive that when you're not doing something, you have that gnawing thought at the back of your mind, being like, "I could be doing some of this. I could be multitasking. I should get more well, stuff done." Well, and we all know people like that too, where where we hang out with them, they're like, "Okay, I have one hour for coffee, and then I have to go back to practicing, and I have to do this, and I have to do that." And you're like, "Okay, like, are you living your best life?" <laughs> like. You know, because there, because there's definitely a balance to be reached there, where you, like you said, you want to be totally productive, but mm-hmm. then you also need to allow yourself to enjoy leisure time, or else your life stinks. It's like, well, I have two things. Mm-hmm. First of no. all, I do think that there is a time when, like, you you have to do your stuff, right? You gotta get your stuff done. So, like, sometimes being putting your and people sure. function differently. Sure. So sometimes giving yourself, okay, I have this one hour of break to do this one thing. Sometimes you need to do that. But then also the thing that I think we forget is that recreational activities, leisure time, all that stuff actually is supposed to restore and refuel you so that you can be productive again when you need to do that. Mm -hmm. So, and I think we forget that. And I don't, I personally have a very hard time turning off my brain. And so like, I'll be, it'll be like 10 o'clock at night and I'm just getting home from the day. And I'm not going to practice because it's 10 p.m. and I live in a apartment with very thin walls. So I should be able to just like do anything else, right? With no guilt. And instead I'll be like trying to read or trying to watch something on TV. And in my brain, I'm like playing through. Oh, is that the best fingering for this part? Is that like, <laughs> I'm just like reliving, re- running things. And again, sometimes that is good and necessary. And then sometimes it's just it's an extra drain on you mm-hmm. that you don't need. And so then when you wake up the next morning to practice or do whatever, you feel like that's actually all you've been doing, even though you were sleeping. Uh-huh. Because I also maybe have stress dreams about it sometimes. <laughs> so maybe not saying yes maybe, or no. Maybe just, just, uh, my yeah. friend was telling me how she sometimes <laughs> has dreams about that. Stress stuff. dreams. <laughs> like where your violin explodes while you're in the middle of an audition and they won't let you start again. So you just have to keep going with half your violin on the floor. No, no, no one else has oh, had that dream. No, no, no. I mean, I haven't either. It's totally, I just made it up. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like you just feel like you never actually had the break that your brain and your body so desperately okay, need. No. Okay. Let me ask you this question then. Describe where in your life now you have breaks. When do they come? <sighs> like you mean I'm, daily? It, open or end, like... you tell me. Yeah, that's really, that's hard. So I've actually, I will say for a long time, I don't think I really did have breaks because even when I technically was on a break, my brain was going crazy. 
And even if it wasn't like running through an excerpt or something, it's stressed about how like I don't have a job and you know, like that type of stuff. So I've actually been very consciously yeah. trying to take some breaks. So like I've started doing some meditating. I'm so bad at it. Ah. Oh my gosh. I'm so terrible. But it is, but everybody's, I mean, that's, you start off and you're going to be terrible. Right. At, like anything. But, but it's honestly, it's partly just to help me slow down my brain. And so mm-hmm. I've actually started doing it um, before I go to bed because then I find that I have less dreams about stressful things. Mm-hmm. When I work out, it's for me, it's a really hard workout. And so it's hard to actually think about other things without falling over, like physically falling over. So like I have to focus on what I'm doing. And so even though I'm focused on something, it's something very yeah. different than mm-hmm. what. Well, yeah, but it's okay to I be like focused focus on, on if that makes sense. So I feel like that in some yeah, ways like is that's, that's a break to not like fall off the treadmill. Right. So I feel like in some ways that is right. A different type of a break, even though it's work. Um, but I have found that I have to kind of give myself permission to take a break or to take an afternoon off or to do something like that. And if I can give myself permission, I'm more apt to actually be off as opposed to, okay, I'm not going to practice right now, but I'm going to think about all the things I should be doing. And so in that way, then I do have to sometimes schedule out my time. Do you have like a dedicated break? Yes. Time? Yes. And no, I've gotten much better at it. Um, and especially now that I'm, working for this music publisher here in Graz, writing for them and doing some creative things to really say, okay, I work, you know, until six or I think about it until six and then I let myself not think about it The reason I had asked Jess that question, and even though most of our society doesn't function like this anymore, but if you think about it, it's like we have the day and then we have the evening and then we have the work week and we have the weekend and then we have seasons where we work and then we have vacation And it's like, you know, this every day we have a chance to take a break and every week we have a chance to take a break the weekend and every, you know, season we have a chance to take a break vacation, Mm -hmm. but we don't do that anymore. It's like work, 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 rest, work, 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 rest. Yeah. And I've been much more conscientious about conscientious about that recently, just working a bit. And then if I know I have the evening free shutting down the computers, putting my phone on silent, or even Marie and I've gone out a couple of times recently and we leave our phones at home. What? Yep. Don't take it with yes. us. Yes. I mean, phones are ruining everything. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I'm like convinced. I think that society is going to be freaking ruined from phones, but I have the same problem. And like, usually I have my phone with me, but if we're at dinner now with like band people or whatever, I just like, Leave it in my purse. It doesn't need to be on the table. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ridiculous. But I will say the thing that's hard. What? It's like the brick, the tower, the brick you have to, everybody oh, yeah. has to stay. Actually, yeah, actually we did that with our, <laughs> we did that at a dinner one time with, with our roommate. When Caitlin was our roommate, we were like, had mm-hmm. family dinner and we went out somewhere and we were like, whoever, whoever needs their phone has to pay. It wasn't me. I was like, Challenge accepted. Um, but I, yeah. I think that like, I mean, it's hard. The thing that's hard is being a musician and taking a break because <laughs> we're never you work on the weekends. Like right yeah, now right. I have Mondays off and unless we're traveling, yeah. it can be an actual day off. And like, I actually need it because after you play five shows in one weekend, you're like, 
<laughs> so you have to like yeah. sleep in Monday and not touch your instrument, which is a bummer right now because like I have goals that I would like to achieve and I haven't been able to practice outside the show so far, but I'm starting to miss it, which is good. But I will say that like, you know, as, as a typical freelance mu- musician, you're not guaranteed Monday off. Like even though Monday's a typical not working day for mm-hmm. a musician, like I know Jess has to teach on Mondays or actually you go out yeah. to Terre Haute. So you you have to drive. I actually rehearse. I drive like 150 miles and I rehearse and teach right. on Mondays. So like it's you like, don't or have Or you a have guarantee. to learn the music for the next week. Right. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, right. That's that, and that's what's hard music. about being a musician. It's like no guaranteed rest time. But I'm gonna push back for a second. Okay, and say, do it. Do it. Like, of course I, you are. Of course you are. I feel like I am instinctively lazy, and yeah, I love little too. life hacks and little productivity magic things that happen when I set something up, and it's like, oh, I, look at all. Look, I just gained like three seconds of my life back from, for example, <laughs> I recently bought a used uh, smart thermostat. And so now, and I have a, I have a Amazon uh, Alexa dot in my bedroom. And so now instead of getting up and walking, you know, into the living room to adjust the temperature, I can lay in bed and say, Alexa, set the thermostat to 72 and it'll go doop, and, and like change it. And like things like that make me so like giddy and happy. And it's just like, ha ha, I just hacked life. I just got like... <laughs> And, and, and the other thing is, and then yeah, I did it. I found another, I waste, I probably, the thing is like, I probably spent so much time figuring out these, like, you know, if this, then that recipe that, you know, this website that you can connect all your digital things together. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, nobody knows. Okay. It's pretty fun. It's, it's, um, you know, make these little concoctions of things that we'll do. And so like, I always have my phone with me because initially it's this cascading series of problems I invented by then having a smart thermostat. I have to be close to it, but they they also have an app, but sometimes it's annoying to like kind of scroll through the apps and find it and then open it and like, you know, change it. And so I, I, I created this recipe that I can um, just say, Hey Siri, text the thermostat. Oh, Gosh, there's Siri. Siri just. Uh, Please leave that in there. That's That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, To text the thermostat that I'm away, and it will do it. And so I always have my phone on me, and no matter where I am in the world, I can tell my thermostat to. And so that, and that again, probably saved me like five seconds of on my phone, and because it still takes a while, but it's. And so it's like, there are little things like that that make me really happy. And really it's, it's only saving seconds of my life. And it probably took so much time to figure out how to do that. But I don't feel like, oh, is all productivity hacks and life hacks and all this stuff really bad? There, there's some things that are really, it's useful to get I don't, better at. I don't think they're all bad. Okay. But I think that huh. the, the problem is, is when you're hacking your life to be more productive so that you can be more productive. You know, when you're paring down the time spent on something by being more productive, the point is not to have more time for more work. Mm-hmm. The point is, you know, to make your work so efficient that you can then rest and yeah. enjoy leisure activities and find that work-life balance. You know, mm-hmm. if you think about, you know, if you're condensing your work with, so you have work-life balance, okay? Mm-hmm. You can, and you condense the work and you add more work 
this is what's happening. <laughs> the scales on Christian's hands are going up and down <laughs> for all for all our listeners. Yeah, but yeah, you're adding really more. Like that, you're adding you're, more work, which is mm, more weight, which is more stress, mm. which is more you know emis- emotional stress, mental stress. Um, it's not. <sighs> yeah. I mean, this is hits, hits hitting really close to home for me right now is that a lot of this was like, I, I, I wanted to create the website orchestra excerpts as like a, a productivity time saver thing. I wanted it also to make some money while I slept and thinking, oh, well, then I won't have to play as many gigs and I won't have to, you know, be away from my family and I can actually spend some time with my child and stuff like that. And it's so hard for that not to just keep blowing up and for me to be watching a TV show at night with my wife and just be on the computer editing excerpts and, and stuff like that. And really it, it's like, I'm having a lousy relationship with my wife because I'm like, Oh, I just got to keep working. I got to keep, I, you know, I can work on it all night long because I have my computer anywhere I go. And it's just, it's, it's not helping me get to my why you know, it, it wasn't that, oh, I, I'm I'm doing this so I can have a good relationship with my family. It's It was actually like never shutting it off and never closing and saying like, hey, I can be done for the day was distancing me. And I don't know, that's something that I think about a lot that it's like, well, am, am I doing this just so that someday I'll have enough money from the website? It's like, well, I don't know what that what number that is. Yeah. Like there could be no end in sight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the cool thing and danger of what we do, whereas Mm -hmm. you can always do more. And I I guess I mean, in terms of honing our craft, like you can't always like play five Mm -hmm. concerts a weekend because there aren't, there are only so many hours that, that, that can happen, but like you can always do more and you can always you know, if you have like a side hustle doing the website or doing something else, you can always spend time doing that. And I think that's the danger is we've Mm -hmm. opened ourselves, especially with technology, you open yourselves up to being available technically like all the time. So you have to set, Mm -hmm. you have to set your, your hours, you know, like, and you have to set your intention too. Like you have to consider what your goal is. Right. In all of it. And like, can I share with you my yeah. least favorite no. life hack? Yes. Freaking, <laughs> no, freaking just... meal prep and making like seven nope. of the same meal. And it's like soggy romaine. I guys, it oh makes me She's so, so mad angry because I get really angry. I mean, food is really important to me. I value. Wait, do you hate it when you do no, it? Or I you hate, hate other, other people, people doing it. it. I mean, it's your life. Do whatever <laughs> you want. Eat soggy salad. Great. <laughs> But the, but Anna will but, judge you but for I it. Do, I you will judge just, you. She will comment on your Instagram picture whole, of cool salad for the seventh day in I'm a row. Troll. I'm, the, I'm the internet troll. <laughs> Jess is joking about being an internet troll, but it's me. Um, no, I won't. But here's the thing. If you are so desperate to not spend five minutes making your salad, like, what are you doing with your life? Like, I don't know. Food to me is very important. You know, food and music go together, in my opinion. And I think that like part of a rich life is a rich culinary life, honestly. And 
I just, it's just so interesting to me that we as a society now have moved into this place where we want more hacks. We want to save more time. And, and that comes down to like what we put in our body too. It's just like, if I enjoy, and not everyone enjoys making a meal. I, I respect that, but I do enjoy having the time to like make an artisanal salad (laughs) that I'm going to eat in the hour instead of next Friday. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just like, really people do that. Yeah, yeah. man. Mix up their salad. Like, no, you gotta put that on the bottom so it's it's a little less. It's in the bottom, and then there's like carrots, and then like. Hashtag soggy. But also eating the same meal every day to me is like, that's like prison. What do you like? Are you enjoying your life? Hey, to be fair, some of us and I'm only sorry, know how some to make people... like four things and like also don't know how to cook for like <laughs> just myself. So I make like a pound of pasta and then I'm like, oh, wait, I was making a lasagna for one. Sadness because you leave on me. I've just been cutting onions. I'm making a lasagna for one. Hey. But it, does that bring you joy? Like, if your pound of pasta brings well, you joy for the week, more great. It's like challenge I accepted. I'm just saying, I will it's eat a, all of this. Right I like now. that. I like eating leftovers. I, I will used to eat do this that pound of. <laughs> no, I definitely eat leftovers. But sometimes oh, yeah, it's also a challenge. Leftovers. Can I eat this entire pot of chicken curry right now? Even though I put like five pounds of chicken in it, because, <laughs> because I don't know. I guess I was mm-hmm. really hungry. Are there other life hacks? That uh, that really push buttons went, for I'm you sorry, guys. I'm sorry, I went down the food rabbit trail. Life hack away, but I guess my question is: Are there actually hacks we can do in practicing, and or are the life hacks slash glorification of being busy all the time ruining our expectations of our craft? Yeah, no, but I think maybe. I think this is a brilliant point. Hmm. I don't know because I always just think about like there was def- there's definitely been a change in expectations in some ways since recording started happening. And now people expect flawless performances. And if they're not flawless performances, people are going to be like, oh, this person totally like played this one note out of tune or <laughs> had a memory slip. That's part of what a live performance is about I mean meaning Mm. it happens like stuff happens and like I've heard a lot of people in orchestras talk about how the level of competition is just so much higher than it was Um, and part of that is because of recording and part of it and there are different reasons for it but mainly um, you know like what has that changed about what we expect from others and ourselves and does that take away some of the joy and the whole reason that we were drawn to this craft in the first place or is anything in the performing arts is performing like anything in the performing arts and has performing become unenjoyable or such unrealistic expectations that it causes everybody to have constant heartburn is that just me just kidding i do not have constant heartburn for the listeners out there just occasionally just occasionally. I'm going to sound cantankerous when I say that social media is, is kind of ruining a lot of things because I think, I, obviously, there's a lot of benefits too, but there's, I, I get grumpy about the, all, all the Instagram posts of, oh, look how, look how flaw this is, flawless this is. And it really could have been the 37th take. And it's just like, oh, look, here's me just warming up casually and it's like uh, this could have been this could have been 
you know, the 20th try you doing this. And it's also really sad thinking about how many people are in practice rooms just trying to get that perfect Instagram take. And it's like, get off your phone and I just I would like practice. to write Hillary Hahn or actually at Violin Case um, and ask how many takes she did for her posts. Because when she did her 100 days of practice, I think it was the most inspiring thing I've ever seen on social media. Um, I want to know how many takes it took her to do the one where she was just silent practicing. <laughs> just looking just at the music, at the music. Like, um we do that one. no but i think you know when i when i think about what she did it's like there i see an artist who who wants to be productive but mm-hmm. so she can serve the music better you know mm-hmm. she she and all of her posts i never once got the feeling like oh she's doing it for the post or she's doing it to show how productive she is like she was always pursuing beauty always exploring something in the music and i even think there were a couple days where she didn't post and she said sorry guys was tired from traveling or just had a long day like no video today that's the respect Mm -hmm. watching out for herself not about the productivity it's not about like you know 100 days of practice or bust you know (laughs) it's like where's the break you know or now there's this thing you know you do 100 days of practice but you keep going so now it's like 292 days of practice (laughs) i'm on day 142 I'm going to start posting things about me doing nothing. And it's just going to be like day two days of of taking a break. (laughs) Day 75 of eating ice cream every day. Like, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to start new hashtag trends that are the opposite of anything. uh, Start production back. Day four of not getting out of bed. I also Ooh, that's taking be a, good a break one. needs to Whew. needs to be earned. You know, a, a break also doesn't feel good if you've mm-hmm. not if you've not worked hard before it, right? Yeah. That's what the the rest is there to restore. It's not there to just like keep your your current state where it's at. It's to restore. It's like you work hard, you exercise the muscles, and then you rest, and they grow, be it physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. intellectually and i think that's that should also be honored you know work hard work diligently and then take a break mm-hmm. you know and also i would say that we as musicians were so lucky because we don't have nine to five jobs i was talking to a friend recently and i told him you know i don't work a 40-hour work week i work substantially less therefore i also earn less than i would work if i if i had my current jobs 40 hours a week mm-hmm. and i said but i'm okay with that because I can schedule my days. I really have time to do things that I enjoy. And I'm I'm really happy with, with how life is going in that sense at the moment. And he goes, yeah, Christian, I totally understand. But for me, I either work 40 hours or I don't. He's like, you know, at hmm. for my job, Funny. it's like he doesn't have the luxury oh, to say like, yeah. oh, this week I only want to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, sure. you know, his job is like full time or not. Yeah. And so, you know, we as musicians... You know, we have, of course, those days maybe where we have two services or and, and we do need to practice or teach in between. But like mm-hmm. most of the time, we're living a really luxurious lifestyle as far as yeah. time management goes, that we really can create a rich life if we if we pursue this balance. Yeah, and I think a lot of days I feel guilty or that I feel like I should be working or keep checking away or whatever because I don't have a, a real a real job. I just said that. Uh, have a, like a nine to five job. And so it's like, well, I got to sleep in 
a little bit and then I, I practice a little bit, but I, I got to keep working because it's like I got to make up for the difference somehow. And I would be willing to bet that that's how a lot of people feel about I got to do something. I got to do work about work in order to feel like I'm keeping busy. Well, but and how much of that, though, is how many times have we all been made to feel lazy because we don't go to work at eight in the morning. Like I cannot tell you how many times people are like, you can stay out because you don't have to go to work in the morning. Some of us have office jobs and you know, it's like, okay, some of us have children that wake us up. And then I'm like, yeah, my dog wakes me up too. And then I, no, Ryan, I don't say that. I'm just like, okay, bye. No, No, but basically like, I think some of it is because, you know, we've been made to feel like me, we are lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, my mm. schedule is just different. Like I work different hours. Maybe I don't start work until 10 in the morning, but there are also many times I start work at 10 in the morning and I don't get home until 10 o'clock at night. So they're just different Put hours. that in your nine to five pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Take that nine to five. I'm working 12 hours. <laughs> Boom. Why do I talk like that? I hate it. I'm so These sorry are, to all of our listeners. We've experienced a couple new voices from just today. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry about we've that. A, I think it's, I think it's exhaustion. Social media productivity, Jess. And, uh... Oh my gosh. I like ate a salad that I made seven days Disgusting. ago and it was delicious. It was so delish. I really just, oh, okay. <laughs> it was so delish. I loved it. Mm. It really let me practice my scales more because <laughs> I didn't have to like put a salad in a bowl. So I had like 30 extra seconds to practice. Final thoughts. I'm so Somebody good shut down the social media. Jazz. Everyone's annoyed. <laughs> shut her down. Shut her down. <laughs> I just think that it's interesting con- to consider this topic at all. I think that it's sadly unusual. I think that we get so caught up in the whole productivity hustle and it is not mm-hmm. that it's all bad but i do think with anything you have to like stop and check yourself and be like what's what's the point of all of it am i actually serving myself the best that i can and that to me is really the the final thought on my part just reevaluate and make sure you're living your best life mm-hmm. some of it is i think is like it's so easy to always be consuming stuff and always to be trying to find the new best thing or even just you know, mindlessly scrolling through stuff that it's like, it's so hard to just, if you're standing in a line or something to just leave your phone in your pocket and be like, I'm just going to sit here and maybe be bored for five minutes, but maybe I'll think of something interesting. And that's, I, I think is just a small break that I don't, maybe I don't know if society in general is ever bored anymore. Cause it's always like, well, I, I can, I can make this time pass by if I read something. And maybe I feel like I'm, you know, I'm learning something. I mean, there are some great times. I think I've learned a lot and have a much fuller life by like listening to podcasts while I drive. It's like, well, I don't really need to, you know, listen to music I've heard all before or whatever. That sounds like I hate music, but I don't know. I like to fill that time with driving. So it's like, I think there are some, some good ways that you can, you can do some productive multitasking. But again, it's like, is that being a tool or is that uh are you being a prisoner of multitasking because you can't ever shut Mm -hmm. it off well i think one way to combat multitasking or this need to do it is to purposefully single task you're gonna say okay i'm gonna listen to a podcast in the car but when i get home and want to work on if you're writing something or grading something or whatever like that you that you purposely you know put your phone on silent and you 
set the timer for 30 minutes and you really only focus on one task that you that you kind of acknowledge single tasking as an option yeah there is space for life hacks in in mm-hmm. life there is something to be gained from them but not when they only pull us down further life hacks are meant to give you more time to do right. things you Le- want to yeah, do for leisure to lighten the load and they shouldn't they shouldn't make oh, right. the weight on your back smaller so that you can fit more on it. <laughs> yeah, so you can yeah. like re-energize yourself to do what you need to do slash want yeah. to do. Hmm. Do you like how I say yeah. the word slash? slash. Yeah. Um, actually, I no, don't. I will say this. You know, you, not being bored because we have our phones. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the opposite of being bored? Being entertained. And when I'm sitting on my phone just scrolling through Facebook, I would not call that being entertained. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that actually is boredom, but rather than getting out there and finding something entertaining or doing something we like, it's just so easy to sit there like a vegetable and be passive and just be like, okay, like you just Mm -hmm. kind of numb yourself. And so I I kind of disagree with you there. I don't think we have this boredom in life or we know we do have this boredom Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why we're just, you know, glued to our, our screens. But it's not like the space creating boredom. Yeah, it's where... not the creative boredom that we used to have that we need right. for imagination. Well, I was going to say it's it's not even entertainment. It's stimulation. We have lost the ability to find things that we find mentally stimulating unless there's a screen in front of us. Or sometimes. sometimes. And actually, you know, like, Michael, like you're saying, podcasts in the car. I totally agree with that. I think it's a great time to learn new stuff. But I also think it's important if you are able to drive, which isn't really my life. I've been biking to work recently, though. And I do think that having an uninterrupted hour of nothingness in your brain while you're biking or riding Mm -hmm. riding in the car is that old old school boredom. (laughs) I don't know what what your mom told you guys. Go outside and play. But when, (laughs) when I was little, (laughs) when I was little, if I told my mom I was bored, she would tell him she would give me a chore to do. Right. I never told her I was bored. I would just be bored by myself. (laughs) which we've which we've lost you know yeah yeah yeah, i do think it if if you can choose not to listen to something Mm -hmm. for like an hour in the week even which is sad Mm -hmm. that's like not the norm anymore but sometimes i crave silence because my head and my ears are so full of sound that's why i think like that's why i don't a lot of times after like rehearsal or even going to rehearsals it's like i don't really want to listen to music it's like (gasps) it's kind of musicked out no yeah i like want silence so much totally and I think it's good for your brain as well. <laughs> Just a unsupported scientific claim there. No, yeah, no, it is. Sure. It is. It's science. We can find some. It's science. No, it's definitely good. Science. good for your it's brain. Science. And Hashtag yes. science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think this has come to a screeching halt. I was just gonna say, like, I thought Christian's face, I thought was the sun. And now the sun has set. I know Christian looks like a painting. It's just like a face in the darkness. You have like a green, like something in your glasses is green. It's reflecting <laughs> from the screen. Okay. Now the you're doing set. creepy things. Actually, you look like a plant, like a mushroom off of um, planet earth. Have you guys seen the new one? Nope. It's really good. Um, I thought you meant a mushroom. plant because he's drinking chlorophyll. Also that. He's been drinking <laughs> chlorophyll. Link, link so for, uh, Christian's new health rage. No, I've been <laughs> drinking um, electrolytes. Chlorophyll. Form? 
Is it, what's Chlorophyll. the stuff that kills you? Chloroform? No. What's the stuff that like in the movies they like put a rag? That's, yeah, a that's rag chloroform. chloroform. Yeah. Okay, it's not Phil. that. It's, it's not that. Phil. <laughs> chloroform is um, not good for you. Science. Backed by, Backed science, by science and <laughs> science and plants. <laughs> Hashtag science. I'm just gonna start saying science now. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by soggy science. Soggy salad. Bill no Nye. Good. Tell him we're doing science, science and, and soggy salad. <laughs> I also I just like the the animation that happened in that closet over there when food prep was brought up was just like the most fascinating. I like how thing she got I've up on her seen. knees almost. She was like, "Okay, so like, like I wish you guys could have seen it. Like, it. It was just like <gasps> I know. I was gonna Rage, say like raging in the closet. She, I was being afraid she's gonna like punch, punch, punch the computer screen or something. And now I kind of want to start making salads." seven days in advance just to make you up to posting them just, <laughs> just to spite to me <laughs> wow you're a great friend that's, that's what i'm gonna Justice do with, coming to visit me here that's in what Denver. i'm gonna do with my free time yeah. is do things to upset you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna find her in my kitchen here in denver making salads like, seven days in advance and you can eat this after i leave <laughs> seven days dang it don't worry anyway. i put the salad dressing on the bottom so it won't be soggy at all Ew. yeah Saga thanks for Ow. a great thanks for a great episode this podcast has been brought to you <laughs> by Michael O'Giblin Anna Luce ow sorry let's do say that say your again. names you dinguses oh it's my turn Jessica Wiersma and I'm Christian Marshall <laughs> ew <laughs> yes ew 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 you know what, Michael? Don't edit that at all. Leave it all in. <laughs> Michael shouldn't have to do the work because you guys are a bunch of dinguses. <laughs> no, do you know the Jimmy? I thought my mom do you was know the Jimmy in. Fallon skit? Ow. Oh yeah, yeah, Gary. of course. We know oh, we it. Ow. Ow. We from the Jess, last episode of, Jess, yeah. we live in 2018. We know about L. Well, that is our show, folks. Maybe some things to think about, yeah? I know that got me thinking about what I'm filling my thoughts and attention with. Am I striving to save time just so I can scroll, scroll, scroll? And I mean, like, website scrolling, not violin scrolling. You, you get it. Come on. Uh, there are two interesting articles on the show notes page that sort of triggered this conversation. And we don't necessarily agree with both of them, but they definitely are thought-provoking. You can visit perservice.co slash 38. That's our show notes page to dig a little deeper. And if you enjoy our conversations, could you do this one simple thing to help us out? Just leave us an honest rating or review in iTunes. We don't need you to sing our praises. Just let others know what you think. And let us know what you think. We really do want to hear from you. There are some amazing people behind the scenes who support our work on Patreon. And we'd really like to thank Siri Bloom, Kathleen Lovingood, Sarah Lee, and Anne Brigham for their generosity and for believing in us. And if you would like to support our show financially to help us out with our operating costs, just search for our show on patreon.com. And of course, a link for that is in our show notes page, perservice.co slash 38. We have a very special episode coming up again soon with some more great stories about how the four of us became friends and the importance of the connections we make and sometimes just take for granted. Well, I hope to see you there. And until then, be well and practice well. Thanks for a great episode. Yeah.